The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss the Fed's cold shower, IBM's retirement dump, and one of your questions gets answered. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. In a speech made on Thursday, Federal Reserve Chair Jay Powell said that monetary policy remains in restrictive territory and that the Fed would not be misled by a few months of good data. This sent stocks and bonds lower to reverse the trend since last week's Fed meeting. What was said that gave a cold shower to a hot market? After the Fed held rates steady in their November 1st meeting, stocks and bonds rallied as investors assumed that rates had topped out and that the next movement in rates would be lower, and soon. Powell's comments put an end to the rally, with both the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq down 1% and 1.5%, respectively. Powell emphasized in his speech that the central bank would take a, quote, meeting-by-meeting, end quote, approach, and cautioned that options for more interest rate hikes are still on the table, should the data warrant. The U.S. economy was on a tear in the third quarter, growing at an annualized rate of nearly 5%, and, while economic activity slowed in October, it's the data over the next two months that will impact if Fed officials take further action on rates after leaving them unchanged at their last two meetings. Currently, investors only give about a 10% chance that the Fed increases rates by a quarter point before the year's end. But the majority of the committee who sets rates has one more rate hike penciled in for this year. Who's right? We are not coming off a zero-interest rate environment anymore, and rates appear close to be topping out. So don't expect big changes in the Fed's rate policy at this point. Splitting hairs on small data points reminds me of this quote from wealth manager Barry Ritholtz. Quote, The temptation to respond to every economic shift, every new data point, Each new change in probabilities is how people end up chopping themselves up with small costs that are accruing into larger ones. Don't just do something, sit there, continues to be sage advice for investors. International business machines, better known as IBM, will replace its 401k match with a different benefit that may become a worrying norm. How is IBM changing its 401k policy and who suffers? In a memo sent to employees, IBM announced that it's switching its 5% 401k match into a new Retirement Benefit Account, or RBA, starting January 1st of 2024. How the RBA works is a little complicated, so bear with me. Employees will receive a monthly account credit to offset the difference between the current company 401k contribution rate and the new credit, 
IBM said that it's guaranteeing a 6% return on that money through 2026. From 2027 to 2033, IBM guarantees the 10-year Treasury yield with a 3% floor. And in 2034 and beyond, employees will receive whatever the 10-year Treasury yield is. The 10-year Treasury yield is currently hovering around 4.5%, which is higher than the March 2020 low of 0.65% and the long-term average of 4.25%. But rates are at a 22-year high and could easily go down. If rates do decrease, then IBM's RBA plan looks less lucrative for employees. And if a Fortune 500 company like IBM can pull this off, it is a concern that other big companies will adopt RBAs as well. Some other concerns with an RBA include disincentivizing saving without the 401k match, since a match equated to a 100% return on your money. Employees losing control over how their money is invested, which leads to lower returns because the long-term average for stocks is much higher compared with IBM's highest guaranteed rate of return of 6%. Employees also lose the flexibility of a 401k, such as using it for a loan if they need it. There are also concerns over how the RBA will be funded. Under the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, or ERISA, companies must fund 401k matches with real dollars. If IBM's credit is just listed as an unfunded liability on the books and something bad happens to the company and IBM can't pay out, it's the IBM employees that would be stuck holding the bag. Now, IBM says that the RBA helps its employees, quote, save for retirement automatically with no contribution required from the employee, adding that the RBA, quote, adds a stable and predictable benefit that diversifies a retirement portfolio and provides employees greater flexibility and options, end quote. The IBM RBA plan sounds very suspicious to me and clearly shifts risk from the company to the employees. No thank you. The WIP will definitely keep an eye on this development. Bradley sent in a question this week, quote, Hey, Walter, love listening to the WIP. Oh, thank you, Bradley. How much should I save pre-tax in my 401k for retirement? Great question, Bradley. Two answers, one long and one short. The short answer is, it depends. The long answer is, the more you set aside, the better. And it depends on your spending goals in retirement. But there is a point where your pre-tax contributions will provide greater take-home income due to paying less taxes. Imagine that, more on the paycheck with a pre-tax contribution. Now, how do you determine that sweet point? Smart Asset has a great tool to answer that question. You enter your gross pay, the state of residence, and your pre-tax deductions, and the calculator determines your federal and state tax obligations to reveal your actual take-home pay. Visit www investwithwalter.com forward slash blog for a link to that calculator. I always recommend that somebody start 401k contributions at a level that makes them slightly uncomfortable. 
Why? Well, you can always change your contribution rate if you find it's not the appropriate one for you, but also because, on average, Americans are dreadfully unprepared when it comes to retirement. Push yourself and don't be average. The whip is taking a break for the next two weeks. Best wishes for safe travels and a great Thanksgiving holiday during that time. The Whip will be back on December 1st with a blockbuster month of content to end the year. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you in a couple weeks.